With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. Listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Good morning. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. You know, my Ag Up Equipment text line is wild. 601-885-3776. This Matt Corral stuff, does he go top 20? Top 32? Or just fall out? Of the first round. I've got him going in the first round. Wouldn't be surprised at all if he goes in the top 20. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Willis, Pickett, and Corral go in the top 20. We'll have Mike Dettelier on at 8.30. We'll ask him if the Saints may make a run at a QB after this trade with the Eagles. Also, we'll have Chris Lamonis on at 9.30. Chris Lamonis, Hale State baseball coach, as uh, dogs and revs will get after it tonight for game four. It doesn't count the SEC, but it means a lot to the fan bases. That is for sure. And uh, people can now watch this game, which is exciting tonight. And it looks like the weather is going to, yep, clear up, clear out, get sunny. And should be great baseball weather by uh, 5 and 6 o'clock this afternoon for the Rebs and the Dogs. Boom. There it is. And we got Drew McDaniel and Mikey Tepper. Is that right? A little bullpen day. Okay. 
You got to do what you got to do when you're trying to win a midweek game. Yeah, you you have to do what you have to do. So Mikey Tepper, Drew McDaniel, Dogs Rev starting pitchers. 6 p.m. first pitch. 6 p.m. in the ballpark, locked in and ready to go. Do you... We've, we haven't really seen, like, we, we talked about Ed Orgeron earlier in terms of the way his, Love his t- time ended at LSU. Mm-hmm. We all know how it ended at Ole Miss many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Different story. You know, Bianco feels more like one of those tenured guys where you would have hoped, perhaps if this was going to be a last ride, it would have been a little bit more ceremonious, right? Have, have I mean, where what's the end point? Where is... What's what's left for Mike Bianco in this Rebels team as they try to finish the year and at least what try to left? right the ship, right? Can they? Can I don't they get know back? with this trip to Arkansas, Blake. I just don't. I I don't know if they can go up there and get two or three. I mean, I guess it's baseball. They could. I was even thinking get one of three. Oh, at well, this point. if you get one, then... Uh, I'm not talking about make postseason. I'm trying to say, like, don't go out dead, basically. Oh, Okay. Because it's getting yeah. worse, right? And it's doesn't look like it looks like it could I get mean, worse you, before it gets better. If you think Mississippi State has a lot of work to do to get to the postseason, and they do, Ole Miss has a lot more yeah. work. They got work to get in the SEC tournament. Correct. Because two teams ain't going. I'm just talking. I don't care who you know or who yeah. your daddy is. They're I'm, not going. I'm talking more like, hey, can you not look? You know, like a JV team down the stretch. Well, they were super competitive last weekend. So, uh, they could win tonight. And, yes, they could win a game in Fayetteville. Here's the one thing that I, as I watched, I know you watched. I mean, I watched all 29 innings. Um, They were very competitive. Mm -hmm. They had several guys perform on the mound, including DeLucia. And Jacob Gonzalez was the best player in the ballpark. And that's not taking anything away from Hunter Hines and some other players on the Mississippi State team. Jacob Gonzalez is the best player in the state of Mississippi. He's phenomenal. But can they put it at the bottom line, Blake, is after nine innings or if it goes into extras, do you have another more runs than the other team? You got to win. And they had some relievers come in and do well, and then it would. Yeah. As Kyle Peterson said, the initial. The first time through the order. Yep. Or, like, they had some guys go in and, like, strike out, strike out, strike out. And then they came out the next inning. And, and it just wouldn't work. You know, yep. there was some adjustments yep. made by Gotro in the dugout. Here's what he's doing. And, look, Cumbus came out and said, after having a monster weekend, and people were questioning a lot of the bat on the on the shoulder, and we can ask Lamonis about this at 930. But Cumbus said, you know, he was talking to the media, and he said, look, the whole game plan from Gotro was to run up their pitch count and and get them out, get their starters out who have talent. Because the only game they won was when the starter went the whole way. That's right. Delucia was a complete game on Thursday, which was a beautiful game. Oh, and you need, looking back, you go, thank God you got it because what happens if you have to pull the bullpen out Thursday, right? So the question is, if they win tonight and win one against Arkansas, you feel a little bit better next Monday. Yeah. I guess that's where I'm going because I think postseason is probably sailed at this point. I agree. Barring an insane, like, you know, but you can make the run. SEC tournament, and then anything technically is up for grabs, right? But I, I just, I guess the way I look at it is, you hate to see Mike Bianco and everything that he's done end 
<clears throat> the way that it's in. I don't. I didn't see any quit in their ball club this past weekend. Did you? No, I didn't see quit. But but ugliness doesn't mean it. I guess my my concern isn't the players quitting. It's just it gets every loss gets uglier, and the vitriol from the fan base and the public display of dissatisfaction. I mean, what, some of the message board material this week coming out of this weekend was like, we need a banner plane, we need to announce our displeasure, we need to empty the state. But you know that I don't think that impacts how I don't think that impacts high performing people like Jacob Gonzalez. Correct, or that's Hayden. Not, that's not my point. But my my point bench. is, it still makes the. Uh, it's still an ugly procedure. It's still an ugly situation, and it's still a terrible way for a legacy like Mike Bianco's to end, yeah. I guess was my point. And so my question at the beginning of all this was, can they avoid those things? Can they win enough games to we'll at see. least make I, things okay? They could have easily won the series this past weekend. They played some really good baseball at times. Well, what's a win tonight do for you? Oh, I think it gives you some momentum knowing that Delucia can throw. You, you got to probably win Arkansas could tear up some of your pitching. Correct. So they will. Uh, I'm I'm purely thinking morale booster is is can you win tonight and at least give yourself a hey we went two and two against them we didn't go one and three absolutely yeah and then get on the plane going to Arkansas on Thursday feeling better and the rest is just whatever it is yeah, yeah. Delucia is your best shot correct yeah because it gets real yeah. well I mean they showed you this weekend it's a messy situation out of the bullpen yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know who who he'll go with or if he'll stick with that rotation yeah. again. And notice that both teams had to use their theoretical number one closer twice. That's true. Both Brandon Johnson and Casey Hunt pitched twice. That's right. So both definitely not available well, tonight. Well, I mean, Mississippi I State's been ha- – they're so thin. Oh. They don't have enough bodies. Well, you've lost Sims and Simmons and then also Auger. Yeah. And then Casey Hunt was out. There's one other. Well, Casey Hunt was hurt for most of the year, and now is finally coming back into the, the bullpen. And there is there is another relief pitcher that's hurt too. So I mean, yeah, you, like you said, you've lost four arms, and Casey Hunt is just now starting to perform again within the last couple of weeks. So yeah, I mean, you, I don't know if we've seen anything like this since I guess the 17 year when they hired the 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 pitching coach and and Jake Mangum had to pitch in 2017. Oh yeah. They lost everybody the dude that dude that ended up going to Arkansas. And ruining their staff, too. <laughs> I, don't, I wonder where he is now. I don't know. It's a great question. Didn't he have a weird name? Yes. I can find out for you. All right. Speaking of weird names. Yeah. Phil Mickelson. It's a terrible segue, but Mickelson's kind of weird. Okay. Playing golf, Saudi Arabia and America with Tiger Woods. So is he in? Is he playing the PGA? I don't know. He's trying to. So is Tiger. Tiger playing the PGA. I, I hope that can happen. I really do. You told me it's May 19th, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Southern Hills. Will Phil be in the tournament? All right. Live in the Bank Plus studio, the show is brought to you by Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Great steaks, bourbon, and wine list. KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation in the Renaissance. Good morning. Welcome in. Game day, Rebs Dogs. Hey, it's K. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, I just had a sheet of paper, and it disappeared. But I'm going to find it in the next segment. All right, cool. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone is brought to you by Went McGee, the mortgage man, mortgagemanms.com, mortgagemanms.com. Show is also presented by Dr. Kirk Jeffries and Eye Care Professionals. Cataract surgery, eye care professionals, and Dr. Kirk Jeffries will take care of you. Two locations on Lakeland Drive. All right. I've got Blake Scott with me. Uh, Will is the new intern. Blake hasn't fired him yet. Uh, although it's it's day, just like the NFL it's touching and MLB. Up. It's day-to-day. <laughs> um, Mike Dettelier will join us in the next segment. Mike D., He'll be locked into that NFL draft. It's going to be fun. I know a lot of you will not watch it on Friday or Saturday. Cool. But Thursday night's going to be fun. You got Charles Cross, who uh, his life will change forever. That's cool. Um, Everybody around the Mississippi State program will tell you he's an outstanding young man. Uh, He'll play left or right tackle in the NFL. If things go well, he'll play for a long time. Six, seven, eight, ten years. He'll make a fortune. If he gets to that second contract, Big, big money, but he'll make $20 million Thursday night. $20 million. And they'll wire a big chunk of that into his account sooner than later. That's pretty cool for a young man from the Laurel, Mississippi area. And we've got some great folks down there who listen to the show and who have hosted me a couple of times. And so that's neat. Uh, Matt Corral is going to be a multimillionaire. We just don't know exactly where he's going to go. And um, he was an absolute baller. He did everything for Ole Miss football the last two years, including making sure that people got the right parking plot places, the beer was cold, Dr. Pepper, nachos, hot dogs, the whole thing. He was sensational. And he's a big-time playmaker. Uh, I love how people focus on what he may not can't. Like, he can do, like, all. you could list all these things he can do. I look at this, like, in life and work and business. When people get bogged down about what people can't do, I need to know what you can do. And then we need to work from there. If I just stay on what people can't do, where are we going to go? Because we need to keep rolling. So he can do so many wonderful things at that position. And you don't just win 10 10 games in this state. We know that. 
and, and we, we don't give Ole Miss and Mississippi State enough credit for how good of programs they are because they play in the toughest division. And, like, the gap, even between the West and the East, is Grand Canyon-like, right? So, and look, Dave Bartu jumped on the show and said, Mississippi State and Ole Miss are in the top 25 college football programs the last 10 years as far as NFL starts in the NFC. That's unreal. Corral and Cross are going to go early. Cross and Corral. Cross is going to go real early. Who knows, though? One team. One team likes Corral. And they're all feeding misinformation to the press because they want they want their guy. Correct. Or, as Blake and I were talking about, they want their two or three guys to at least be available mm-hmm. by the time they get to their pick. And then they'll figure out what they want to do. Blake and I will be there. I'm, I am never thought I'd be excited about this. I'm ex- Whoa. That M. Braves thing almost went off the field. <laughs> I never thought that I would be this excited about going to the NFL draft. One, it's in Las Vegas. Two, both Blake and I get to go. Usually, I've, as y'all know, I've traveled the last 20 years a lot. I've traveled by myself. And uh, that's been great, but I wish, you know, Wendy could have traveled with me more or you've got some kind of colleague, associate. And uh, so this is going to be fun. We're going to have some great food we're going to go to the NFL draft. We've got a little VIP thanks to the Saints and and a partner on the station. And uh, it's just going to be a, an awesome time. And I haven't been to Vegas since 2014. I went out to Vegas to meet with a bunch of people to build the studio. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And it was during the national championship of March Madness. I didn't even know it. That's how locked in I was at that time. Like I flew, I flew out in. there. And, and I got off the plane in Vegas. I started seeing Kentucky gear everywhere. I was like, oh, the national championships tonight. That's funny. Just just had not yeah. thought about it as now much. It's a, now that, it's such a big deal with sports betting. You never, the, yeah, yeah, and I walked in the sports book, and I was like, hello, Wildcat fans. What's going on here? Big Blue Nation is here. So we talked about making millions, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of places we've seen mock drafts. The highest we've really seen Charles Cross go is number five to New York, the Giants. And uh, should Charles Cross go fifth to the Giants, his total slot value would come in at just a hair under $35 million. (laughs) His signing bonus at the draft, so like that instant wire transaction, would be about $22.5 million. Can you imagine when that hits your bank account? Nope. Nope. I literally physically cannot imagine. Think about that. Like, he's got... No, 400 bucks in I his can't. in his account. Okay. And then your agent sets it all up. You get the get da, 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 and then boom, the New York Giants wire. My bank would call and ask why I was having fraudulent activity. Exactly. <laughs> my, my bank would be like, "Are you who did you rob?" <laughs> oh my god. You've never had more than $1500 in here. What's going on here? Mm. So you have, uh, we talked about the Saints. Could the Saints sign Matt Corral? If the Saints picked Matt Corral or any quarterback or whatever, it's number 16, that 16th pick value comes in at just a hair under $16.5 million. Okay, why wouldn't you draft Matt Corral or someone else if you're the Saints? Because as Steve Palazzolo says, if you don't have one, even if you, you're going with Jameis for a year, why, and if he doesn't work out, who cares? It's on cheap rookie money. Like mm-hmm. he says, draft another one. Mm-hmm. 
the Kansas City Chiefs had a quarterback that a lot of people thought was, well, he was good enough to what? Get to the AFC Championship game? Yeah, and the NFC title game with the Instead, 49ers. Andy Reid at yeah. the number nine pick in the draft said, you know what? We're going Patrick Mahomes. That's right. And we're going to let him redshirt a year. Because we have to have a big-time quarterback to win the Super Bowl, and they did. And they did. The That's L.A. Right. Rams said, we have a good quarterback in Jared Goff. We're going to upgrade to a really good quarterback in Matthew Stafford. They won. That's accurate. Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, a possible Matt Corral landing spot at number yeah. 20. That's, That'd be a good organization yes. for Matt. Mike Tomlin is excellent, and the Rooney family is outstanding. $15.3 million for that total value at the 20th slot. Uh, would you take that? Would I take $15 million? Yes. And, and what, what is his, what does he get him? The signing bonus is 8.25. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, excuse me, 8.3. Sorry, so how much does Aiden, uh, well, how much does the number one pick get? Total slot value is $41.465 million. Okay. His signing bonus is $27.3 million. Wow. That's still too much, but. Uh, That's still too much. No, no, no. I just think more money should be allocated to the roster, Blake, than, than to the top saying. draft well, pick. Well, the only, it, it, it the cap. The cap hits only seven point five million. Yeah, that's it, why they do those signing bonuses as such a large portion because right. that doesn't hit the cap. Right, it's just cash out of hand. I still would, if I was in negotiations, I would, I would rather shift that money somewhere else. I get what you're saying, but if the mark, if if that's what the NFL says the first pick gets, then everybody has to pay that, right? Like, oh yeah. So it doesn't really, you know, I mean, I'm just surprised the current players have it. I mean, they already did it two CBAs ago. They went, hey, we need to bring more money back into the roster for yep. the third, fourth, fifth, sixth. But I'm just surprised they haven't adjusted that yeah. even more. I don't know. Look, if you go back and look at what Sam Bradford got as the 50 last. Million. Guaranteed. Yeah. You know, he's only getting 27.3 guaranteed yeah. as a rookie right there. So it's a, it Boy, the half. NBA, that's so much lower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go look at Major League Baseball draft. That's not even close to what this is. Now, what does the number one pick usually go for? Oh, Six, seven? Uh, ten, Five? maybe. Oh, ten. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But it's defer it's all deferred stuff. I mean, it's it's a whole different ball game in Major League Baseball. You don't get a chunk up front? You do, but not twenty seven million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. The out of bounds show is powered by Rick's Pro Truck. RPT Commercial is now in Pearl across from the Skelly Sleep Store. RPT Commercial in Pearl across well, right there at the airport. Rickspro.truck.com. RPT commercial. Mike Detillier next. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Good morning. A couple days away from the NFL draft. We're heading to Vegas Thursday morning. We'll be there. Looking forward to it. Out of bounds. ESPN 105 down the zone. We believe that we'll have two guys drafted from Ole Miss and Mississippi State. What well, one apiece. Charles Cross, Matt Corral in the first round. Although there's some debate around uh, whether Matt Corral will slip out of the first round. I don't see it, but we'll see what shakes out. Everybody's got a different opinion, that's for sure. I've read two articles on theathletic.com, and I feel like I'm chasing my tail on uh, what people think about these NFL QBs. We want to welcome in our friend Mike Natillier. He's been covering the draft for over 30 years. Uh, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Mike joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Our show is powered by Sound and Communications, soundcomav.com. Mike, do you remember where you were when you heard about when Mike Ditka was the coach of the Saints and you heard about the Ricky Williams deal? Yeah, we were uh, doing we – we had heard the rumors all week, okay? Um, that was somebody in the front office that was um, – uh, talking out of school, uh, they, they they thought it was way too much uh, to give up for Ricky, and so it sort of got leaked out uh, to. Uh, I was doing coverage at that time, Buddy Deliberto, and so Buddy and I uh, we had heard it all week long, and there were a couple different people there that was totally against it, thought it was way too much. Uh, to give up for Ricky. And uh, so we doing draft coverage at the Saints facility outside. Uh, at that point in time, the Saints had sort of teamed up with WWL and allowed us to do draft fests uh, in outside of their facilities where the public could come and everything else. So, And we could see it uh, sort of breaking down. And once... Indianapolis took Edgerton James. I knew it was going to happen. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a short time. But people went crazy. It's uh, it's one of the moments for me, uh, in, you know, because I knew it. And I said it, that seals the deal. Well, Ricky Williams is going to be a member of the Saints. Uh, I'm driving back home, and I hear ESPN radio, and I hear myself say it. <laughs> so they had actually kind of captured that little point in time. Uh, but uh, that's where I was. We we did it, and, man, 
uh, Mike comes on stage, and he Mike had difficulty sort of walking real good, and our stage is high. They, we actually had about three guys actually help us uh, pull him up on stage, and he was like uh, Julius Caesar uh, addressing the Romans. <laughs> he he was holding court that day. And uh, one of the first things uh, he tells me, you know, Mike loved to play golf, was that, uh, hey, uh, uh, your uncle's going, and one of my uncles was, would play golf with him. And he was like, hey, your uncle uh, Harvey's going to play golf tomorrow, right? I'll be there. He had thrown the <laughs> towel in because there was no draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <sighs> So that, that was it. Basically, they picked Ricky in, in almost end of day, and that that was it. And but uh, that was the first thing when he got on stage. He uh, um, he tells me, "Hey, he says uh, Uncle Harvey's going to play golf tomorrow morning early, right?" I said, uh, "He does every Sunday. Why?" He says, "Well, I'll be there." <laughs> <laughs> it's still unbelievable that Mike Ditka did this in the Saints. I mean. Uh, so for our listeners, you're looking at uh, seven, eight picks, first first round, third round, first round, third round. I mean, Mike Ditka just gave away everything for a running back. And I know the league had yet to transition totally, but uh, holy smokes, that's, uh, yeah, he, that's incredible. He really thought that Ricky would be his version of Walter Payton here in New Orleans. He he really thought that way. Um, didn't really care for Edwin James very much. Um, uh, the interview with with him and Edwin, I think, didn't go extremely well. And so, but uh, Ricky Ricky could charm you now if he wanted to, and that that was a feature of him. And when he really wanted to turn up the charm, he was really good at it. And uh, Mike bought into it. And he really thought that he would be his version of Walter Payton. And had he not traded the picks away, uh, Mike told me later he would have picked Cade McCown, uh, who was the left-handed quarterback of UCLA. Gracious. Yeah, that's what he told me. He said, I, he said, I would have gone with Cade. Um, he, he liked his toughness. And, you know, he had a limited career, but, uh, you know, so I'm not sure what's worse, giving up all the picks or, or, or seeing Ditka pick. Because he, he totally uh, didn't want to hear anything from the scouts. He wanted his players. Uh, and he, and, oh, yeah, he had a little list, and that's who he was going to go with. It didn't matter what scout rating uh, or what formula they had. He was going to pick his guy. Well... That didn't work out. Um, no, it sure didn't. Uh, he, he became the – well, he wasn't the first celebrity coach on this team. Um, Hank Stram was the first celebrity coach. But he did it, it – man, he stuck his chest out a lot farther than Hank did. Mm. Put it to you that way. I mean, Hank had his ways about things, but, man, Mike was really something. Uh, and you know, and nothing interfered with his golfing. Nothing. Really? Oh yeah, nothing interfered with that. Kevin Mawai came in for a visit when he was leaving Seattle. He ended up signing with the Jets, 
And Kevin had to be there for 7 o'clock because on this Saturday, Ditka had an 8.30 tee-off time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mike, compare sh- – all right, so I read Jeff Duncan's book, but you, you're a Saints insider. You've been there for years. I mean, Sean – but that's when it really jumped off the page at me of Sean Payton and Drew Brees and the grind. And Peyton's quotes of, I don't know any other way. Uh, compare Sean Peyton's schedule to Mike Ditka's, Mike. Oh, the, there's no way you could compare it. Um, you know, Sean, Sean will burn that midnight oil till he can't anymore. And especially early in the week. Uh, that, that was something, because he does our, uh, uh, he does the, Sean Payton show or Saints coaches show uh, on a Monday. And, you know, he's so enthralled with that. And a lot of times he would be late to do the show uh, on radio because he was watching film or he saw something uh, that, you know, he wanted to take a longer look at. And you could tell he, he wanted to hurry up and get off to go back uh, to watch. And he would stay there late. Uh, I'm talking about twelve thirty, one o'clock on a Monday and a Tuesday. It wasn't that late later in the week, but he, in comparison to Mike, I mean, come on, there, there is no comparison. <laughs> Mike let all the assistant coaches do the film breakdown, and then on Friday he would try to come up with the game plan himself. Oh, good grief! Now that wasn't Sean. Sean would always come up with the game plan early, and then there was a sort of a powwow where him and Drew would sort of look over what plays would work and what plays wouldn't. And Drew had a lot of stroke in that. You know, I'm not real crazy about running this play, and let's do it, you know, let's shelve this and let's do that. But as far as work ethic, man, it's not even close. Nothing uh, in comparison at that particular point. And, again, Mike had become this celebrity coach. I don't know how Mike did things in Chicago, but when he was here, it wasn't that way at all. It was golfing early in the morning, take his nap at 1.30 in the afternoon, because George Hallows did it. And, and he would always tell me that I take my nap at one thirty in the afternoon. He said, uh, Coach Hallis did the exact same thing. Okay, and, and there's nothing wrong with that, uh, you know, because some people they're so regimented that you know they kind of force themselves to take that little nap. Uh, but man, Mike, uh, Mike had retired, but he just hadn't told everybody. You know, he had really sort of semi-retired, and he hadn't told anybody about it. But uh, uh, you can't compare the work ethic uh, of at the end with Ditka and Sean. Sean was a grinder to the end, and even at draft time, Sean would uh, he met numerous times with Bobby and I, and would talk about. You know, I know the top 100 players really well. So I said, "What happens when you get to 101?" He said, "Well, that's why we got scouts." He said, "I rely on them." But, man, he was in the draft. Those first three, four rounds, he knew those players really well. Uh, now, after that, you, you can't expect that that coach is going to know every little bit because 
you know, during the football season, he's keeping up with the NFL games. Sure. He's not watching college football. But Sean really, really had uh, a lot of insights on the early picks. He he knew those guys really well. I'm not sure where Ditka was pulling some of the stuff he was pulling from. Good grief. And I assume he was getting that from a third party. He was getting that from someone he trusted uh, in some scouting capacity, but he was not involved with the Saints. Uh, what an absolute cluster. I mean, Ditka was 15 <laughs> and 33 and just, you know, gave away the farm for a running back. Not that Ricky yeah, wasn't productive. And- His, I mean, he had two 1,000-yard seasons with the Saints and had some great, I mean, great, some good moments at, in down in Miami, but goodness gracious, wow! Um, yeah, uh, I'll never forget. I mean, people went crazy that day when they picked Ricky. I mean, it's as big an explosiveness from a crowd that I've ever seen on a draft day that I've done when they pick Ricky. Even Reggie Bush did not have the excitement of uh, Ricky Williams in the trade. And Roe Brown, who was a long-time media person, worked with Channel 8 and Channel 6, ABC and NBC, and he was working for NBC at this time. He walked to the stage and said, hey, listen, when you get a moment, I need to interview you. I said, okay. And, man, the crowd was going absolutely nuts uh, with, with Ricky. And they were waiting for Ditka to come there to speak. So I jumped off stage. I did the interview with Roe, and I told him, I said, Roe, what do you think about, uh, you know, the uh, deal for Ricky Williams? Man, they gave up a ton, didn't they? He looked at me and said, yeah, why is everybody excited for us? I said, well, because they're bringing in a star. He says, uh, who's going to play quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and he was just dead paying about it. Who's going to play quarterback? And And he was absolutely right. But that was just – Ditka being Ditka, and uh, again, it went to show he, this is really before free agency hit real hard in the NFL, Mm -hmm. that he was sort of out of touch with how the league worked, how the scouting department worked, everything else, but it was year one with him that he gave me a comment that I still sort of shake my head about, and I knew he was not totally engulfed into the draft. The Saints picked uh, Chris Neoli, who was a a guard from Colorado, who was a good player, but, you know, he wasn't a signature player, and they picked him in the teens. (laughs) Uh, And so, but he was a Ditka favorite. Ditka loved him because, man, he was an aggressive guy, hardworking kid, everything else. And my highest-ranked player at that time was Tony Gonzalez on the board. So as we talk, and he'd come do the interview right after the pick. After when we talk, and I asked him uh, off the air before we went on the air, man, what do you think about Tony Gonzalez? Ah, nothing more than a glorified receiver. Un- and I'm like, oh, what? Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, but it really uh, that pick, it came down to either Neoli or Wark Dunn, who was a uh, Baton Rouge native, really good player, too, at Florida State, and he had a good NFL career, uh, but um, it came down to those two guys, Neoli and Wark Dunn, and he 
he just sort of dismissed Tony Gonzalez. He's nothing more than a glorified receiver. Yeah, and a damn good one. <laughs> Hall of Fame. That's why he's in the NFL Hall of Fame, too. But Mike couldn't even pick out another tight end. That was the other part. He couldn't even figure out that, that you know, Gonzalez would be such a big impact player in the NFL. And that's when I realized totally, and this is early in year one with him, that he was way out of touch uh, with the NFL. Sounds like John and, Gruden and those, before and John Gruden. years away, he, he didn't learn anything. Mm. So he would, I, I could see that with Mike Ditka, uh, from his generation, from him playing, being successful, having some success with the Bears. Uh, I know everything. I know how to evaluate. I don't need to lean on anybody. It kind of reminds me of group. And he became a celebrity coach in between those two stints, like you mentioned, between the Bears and the Saints. A lot of Gruden there to me. I know everything. I don't need anybody's help. I can do it all, Mike. Yep, uh, that was a lot of that in that. And, uh, you know, he, he had every commercial in the world. I mean, good gracious, uh, you couldn't put on a TV. Oh, I remember. And he wasn't doing commercials for one product and another. Uh, and so uh, if you visited Mike in his office, and uh, I, that happened a couple times. He, you know, he, hey, uh, you got a second, let me talk to you. And you'd go visit with him. Uh, he had stacks of memorabilia he was signing. Uh, shirts, uh, uh, jerseys, um, excuse me, uh, helmets, footballs, stacked all in that office. He would talk to you but never look at you because he was signing the entire time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he had so many things going. And, um, you know, I, I know Buddy really pushed Ditka because we did a casino show every week with Mike. Uh, when he was out of coaching, he said all the right things. He just never did them, but he said all the right things. He really did. Uh, I will give him that, that during that time frame we were doing the shows and he was on WWL, he would say the right things, but he never did them. Uh, you know, once he became the head coach, then he went back to being, I'm in charge of all personnel and this is how I'm going to do it. And he was, uh, I can't say distracted because his schedule was pretty regimented. It was golf early in the morning. It was, you know, meet and greet, and he'd be at some. Uh, at his steakhouse maybe, or something. No, no, at some convention speaking. Oh, yeah, speaking engagements. $100,000 or whatever, right. motivational speaking. He, he flew all over. Uh, one time, because I know my uncle, who had, was that time playing golf with him, told me that he skipped a couple days of golf one weekend because I don't know somebody was paying him like a hundred and fifty grand for the weekend to go speak at some convention in Cabo. <laughs> this is like a week before the draft. <laughs> No, I'm not kidding you. I mean, you can't make stuff up like this. But that was Mike. He was in such demand uh, everywhere. And then when he became the head coach again, it wasn't just people in the city of New Orleans because there was a big contingent of people in Chicago that thought the Bears made a huge mistake firing him 
and and he was already a celebrity there. Now he becomes a celebrity here, and all these corporate junkets all over. He he was in the middle of all of it, meet and greet, speaking, autographing, you name it. He, he was involved with it. He made more money doing that than he did coaching the Saints. Uh, unreal, Mike Ditka. What what a story! Fifteen and thirty three, gave away the farm for Ricky Williams, and uh, played golf and did speaking engagements while trying to win in the NFL. You think Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, Andy Reid, and no, uh, mean, Sean McVay you do can't that? Even even Hank and I will because Hank worked for us too now at WWL. Hank was never like that when he was coaching the Saints. Never like that. Hank Hank was a grinder. Uh, now Hank was constantly changing. Uh, his own game plan, and it would even do it on a Saturday night, was changing game plans. Uh, but Hank was a grinder and a studier of everything. Uh, that I can't say about Mike. You know, uh, Mike was an unbelievable player, one of the toughest guys to ever put on a helmet in the jockstrap. He was an unbelievable talent at tight end. And I think early on in his career, he was different as a coach. But as he became more and more famous, and he became Iron Mike, and he became this bigger-than-life personality uh, as a coach, uh, that fame and that fortune again changed him totally. Now, he, he would never admit it, but you could see it. You could see it. And it does with a lot of people, believe me. It does with a lot of people who get a little bit of it, and it changes their personality, their work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, they're juggling so many different things and don't realize what got them there. And I think Mike forgot the grind and the coaching and everything else got him there. And he was very fortunate, too. And, and he had told me this a few times about <clears throat> I wouldn't be where I am today, first, without George Hallis hiring me because I was a special teams tight ends coach uh, with the Cowboys. And he said, secondly, uh, the foundation Jim Finks laid for, for me in Chicago. When you think about Jim and all those picks, no doubt, all those players, 85% of them that did go won the, you know, Super Bowl with were Jim Finks picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. We'll leave it there. Mike, all right, Mike D, I got one minute. I got 30 seconds. Any way and you know what that the Saints pick a QB with one of their two picks in the first round Thursday night? I'd be absolutely shocked if they did. Okay. I, I really do. I, I think they pick tackle, receiver, receiver, tackle. It's the two big areas of need. Okay. And uh, safety would be the third. But I, I don't see them going for a quarterback. No. All right. Mike Dettelier. Uh, WWL Radio TV New Orleans at Mike Detillier on Twitter. Um, he's into all kinds of good stuff. He's been covering the NFL draft for well over 30 years. And I uh, can't wait to see what shakes out as the Saints have uh, two picks in the first round of the NFL draft. Thanks, Mike D. Be good. Thank you, Bo. Appreciate it, Bo. Mike Detillier on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Was that a great, sto- great stories on Mike Ditka? Now, Blake... I need to. We need to meet at seven because I got to be on the golf course at eight thirty. I want you to think Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, 
I mean, y'all, if y'all read that book by Jeff Duncan on, on Peyton and Breeze, I felt my shoulders getting tense on Sean and Drew's schedule. It will blow your mind how they grinded for 15, 16 hours a day, not leaving the facility, not getting on Instagram, not going home to see their puppy dog, not calling their friend about lunch. They had no idea what day it was, if it was storming outside. Unbelievable. Show is brought to you by Sound and Communications, the leader in audio and visual for churches, business, and sports facilities. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.